Bo knows politics and so much more. A true connection to real New York on 77 WABC. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly. WABC Talk Radio 77. It is my pleasure and honor to uh, bring on to the program Dr. Alveda King. Dr. King, it has been a long time since we spoke. Welcome, and I'm so happy you decided to join us today. I'm glad that you invited me. Hi to you and your listeners. Um, You were 17, Dr. King, when your uncle was assassinated. Yes. You had, I don't know what you, what, of course, those were very busy years. I imagine that, that during those 17 years, I, who knows, did you spend, were you able to spend a lot of time with your uncle before? Did you know who he was in terms of the importance of who your uncle was? Or was he just your uncle and you were just, you know, part of the extended family there? My father, Reverend A.B. King, was very close to his brother. They were best friends. They marched and went to jail together. And finally, both lost their lives to the movement. So I marched and went to jail. I was a youth organizer during the 1960s, got married in 1969. So I did know my uncle. I was also like a little babysitter to some of their children. I'm 12 years older than his daughter, uh, he and I called his daughter Bernice King, for example. So I knew Martin Luther King Jr., and I learned a lot from listening to his sermons during those 17 years. Now, there's a wonderful article today in Fox, and you, you went through a lot of your beliefs and what your uncle believed. And mm-hmm. so one of the things I want to point to is that you said that uh, he actually did his best to live the examples that he spoke and he wrote about. And you, you say that there are a few things that we should do today. Try to be more like, like Jesus Christ. Ask for forgiveness. Forgive others. Be a living example of those tenets in daily life. When you think about what, the, what it is, the legacy that your uncle left behind for all of America and the world, how do you define that legacy? The legacy of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., certainly in civil rights as a leader of the great civil rights movement of the 20th century, is history. It's a great legend. But what has to be added to that is his legacy as a prophet and a preacher. And uh, nobody's perfect, so nobody's like Jesus Christ, but we all try to be like Jesus Christ and to try to live that. His dad, Reverend Martin Luther King Sr., for example, would say, I'd rather see a uh, see a certain uh, see a sermon than to hear one any day. My dad, Reverend A.D. King, people are more concerned about making a living than making a life. So in the case... Wait, 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 I'm sorry, would you repeat that? People are more concerned about... Making a living than making a life. Wow. And so that was something my dad, Reverend A.D. King, would say. So that's part of the legacy that people don't know, the spiritual uh, part of who Martin Luther King Jr. still is. He lives in heaven, but if you read his sermons, you will learn quite a bit. And looking at the country now, when you see things like these, the, the things that we are all concerned with, the, uh, the, the critical race theory, all of these things, 
Look, I don't, I, don't, I, I hate asking you, well, what would your uncle think? Your uncle wrote so, there is so much on record. All we have to do is yes. read it. Read what he said. And, you know, he would often say, we must learn to live together as brothers, all that as sisters, or perish together as fools. He didn't say cousins, neighbors. Acts 17, 26, he quoted, uh, one blood. And so we are one human race and one blood. He said he also had a dream that one day there would be no white power, no black power, only God power and human power. And so you could really hear from him critical race theory. That's one critical race, the human race. And we have to have dignity, human dignity from the womb to the tomb. Now, I noticed today there were a lot of, um, you know, stories about, oh, the King family is out marching with uh, for the for this new voting. But it was not all of the King family. It was some of the King family. And like every family, I'm sure that there are many points of view in the family as to the proper ways to proceed in public policy. But the the idea is when when you see people trying to to assume the the king mantle for themselves or for their own political power, what is how do what, what do you think about that? What does that do? Well, I am with the America First Policy Institute. I'm the chairman of the Center for the American Dream. And Martin Luther King Jr. himself said he has, you know, he was deeply rooted in the American dream. His dream was deeply rooted in the American dream. So, for example, when his children say, well, we can't celebrate because we don't have fair rights for voting. Certainly, we want voting to be fair and easy. We want, we want everybody to find it easy to vote and hard to cheat. And we do need to work very hard to accomplish that. So I believe that the more emphasis is on his uh, other aspects of his life rather than his ministry and the Bible. So I like to think that I'm bringing balance. So if they want to talk about the voting and all of that, that's what they need to talk about. And then I bring the spiritual aspect so that you can get a well-rounded picture. You know, I I remember as a child, um, I remember this period, I remember... Some of the abject hatred, I'm, I'm sorry, Dr. King, but I do. I remember the abject hatred that your uncle faced when he decided that he wanted to fight for the rights of sanitation workers, when he right. wanted to start talking about. Now, he, he wasn't some leftist out talking about ec- he, economic justice in the sense that we all should just be, you know, granted universal income or stuff like that. What he wanted was an economic, from my point of view, he wanted to see people that were, that got an honest day's pay for an honest day's work. Right. Well, you know, my dad was killed the next year as well in the same movement. He was leading the poor people's march that his brother had started. So we do know that there has been unfairness, there has been racism, because people thought that one race was more superior than the other. That does have to be taught. We need to know that and know the fullness of our history. But for it to be well-balanced, we also know that Martin, in his own eulogy, said he wasn't fearing any man. He didn't hate anybody. So if we put all of that together, we would be more successful in our efforts to move together in unity towards victory. So you can't isolate one aspect 
of what has been wrong without giving the fullness and the solution in all of Martin Luther King's sermons, Martin Luther King Jr.'s sermons, would still lead us to God. Talk for us for a minute in our final minutes that we have about your dad. Well, Reverend Alfred Daniel Williams King, the brother of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and they were sons of Martin Luther King Sr., their sister Christine King Ferris is still living today. So if you would think about my dad, he was a preacher. And he was committed to the civil rights movement as his brother was. He was a husband, a father, a son. And uh, I believe in, in many of my books, I refer to them as the sons of thunder, like James and John in the Bible. They live together and they are in heaven together now. Wow. What an amazing legacy that you are continuing, Dr. King. And how can people find you um, if if they want to find out more about what you're doing? Alveda King, A-L-V-E-D-A King.com. Speak, F-O-R, Speak for Life. That is my pro-life ministry, speakforlife.org. And at the America First Policy Institute. Dr. Alveda King, it is certainly an honor and a pleasure to have you. I hope that we have more conversation in the days ahead. I do, too. Thank you so much. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley here at WABC. Thanks to Dr. Alveda King for joining us. Your calls are coming up. 800-848-9222. 800-848-WABC. Coming back after this. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 